Welcome to the Atlaran Adventuring Company. This is the world of Atlaran. Beyond the Forgotten Realms and perhaps not far from Exandria, Atlaran and her two moon sky have seen leviathans, dissolutions, divine gates, and calamities. And that's only the last 5,000 years. Perhaps most distinct for her scars, Atlaran is host to a number of sacred or cursed sites, depending on whether you ask Bahamut or Asmodeus. Or perhaps you'll ask the old Balin gods, whom the world herself and her moons and star are named after. These places, like Mount Gear, the Monomarig Meteor, Drosdana, the Dawn Deep Trench, the Shattered Continent, the Greenhall Sea, the entirety of Garrett Eldathos, they all play parts in the world's fate. But it's the people that truly shape it. And every so often, little windows of time, short glimpses into exceptional people's lives, are plucked from the midst of the chaotic centuries. And we call them stories. They're not always epics of heroism and bravery. Quite the contrary. Every hero was once a bumbling fool, or a selfish mercenary looking to make a platinum. Or, in most cases, both. And that brings us to our particular window in time. Following in the footsteps of a scorned bard and her unlikely lone wolf companion. Or, perhaps lone coyote is more apt. Marin Veneer, a half-elven fighter with a love of freedom and gunpowder and a former bard relearning her musical skills. Marin was the daughter to a frail sun-elf laundress who passed away when she was still young. Left to care for her half-sister Sylphie alone, Marin grew up far too fast. In her desperation to keep her sister from starving, Marin accepted help from the Alteras and was lured into their poisonous web of abuse, theft, and murder. Forced to kill and torture often those unsuspecting and even undeserving, eventually Marin dared to question her adoptive father Alistair and was slaughtered on the spot by her brothers just before she was 18. Sylphie was left to flee alone, but ten years later Marin awoke, revived by the Hydling cult. Sickly but determined, she recovered thanks to powerful magics and the apparent interest of Cynthia Moore, mother of the new King of the Arbiters, Silas Moore III. And, by Cynthia's order, Marin was given as a gift to Silas in the hopes that she would become his subservient partner, a suitable wife that would not question the Moore family thanks to her debt to them. Marin, however, had the spark of rebellion in her soul by then and wasn't about to be controlled again. When Silas proved he supported her in the freedom of those crushed by the Arbiters, Marin reluctantly fell in love. Now with her fiancé at her back and the work to be done, Marin is ready for the long road ahead. She'll make sure no one suffers under the boot of the Arbiters or the Hydland cult ever again. Kit. Just Kit, a shifter or elusir of the coyote totem and mildly devout cleric of Savros, the Balin god of mischief and wanderers. Originally hailing from Amnoblin as part of a group of natives called the Manamar and Dalmaric, Kit's people have always been harassed by the Skull or outsiders who seek to take their ancestral lands and waters. Kit's particular tribe was attacked when he was young, rendering himself and his brother Ren orphans and forcing their tribe to flee their home continent altogether. They found refuge in Irakel, but struggled to adjust to the change from sub-Arctic to equatorial desert. 
trusting in the sacred Mount Gear, heart of the world, to watch over them. Kit's people settled in the northern savannas, but Kit never settled, aimlessly causing trouble to Skull and taking mercenary contracts to send money home since he was 15. Kit has become a person of interest to the Guild of Wardens, enforcers who help keep the common laws. Thanks to Dana Fioris, a former troublemaking comrade who eventually went straight and became a warden herself, Kit has quite the dossier with the Wardens and rarely struggles to find work at their guild. And now, alongside Sylphie, Kit has his own scores to settle with the Arbiters, though breaking apart an organization of kidnappers and slavers would be reason enough to destroy them. Hi-ho, everyone! Hi-ho! Hello! Hello. Hello. I got a little distracted there. I was listening to a really, really fucking catchy Japanese song. Um, Hello! (laughs) Hi, everybody, and welcome to the Atlaran Adventuring Company. I am your... Dungeon Master is the word. Uh Yes, you are. Wallace, and uh, it's been a long week, man. Um, I'm joined by Astrid Knight. Hello! And Blake Wolf. Hi. Great. <laughs> Love the energy. Um, yeah, I was listening to... I shared it with you guys, but there's a song called You Should Head North by Nakrai Taki, and I fucking love it. Um, look what anyway, I did. Oh. I compiled my entire inventory. Oh, look at you. I actually know what I have now. Hey! <laughs> Suddenly, Kit's going to look in his pocket and be like, fuck, we forgot that thing. No, it's more like, I'm like, oh, I have 700 gold worth of diamonds. Yeah. (laughs) Okay. You didn't know that? No, I did. It was just buried like 20 pages back. Yeah. Well, you haven't really needed them since you're not a cleric anymore. So. Oh, well. Yeah. All right, let's get started. Yeah. Fucking around. (gasps) Last time, oh my God. don't you dare act. Oh fuck you. Um, <laughs> last time on an episode I entitled "The Whims of Gods and Geese" because I love my alliteration. Uh. <laughs> uh, you guys were uh, heading out on the morning of Toll the Twenty Fifth, the start of the Yule Festival and the day before Winter Solstice in Atlaren, and you headed down to Vraidvilag's Bay to get to Ballad Isle where Hjolmanir sits. Uh, you polymorph slash wild-shaped your way across, thanks to Kit, and uh, headed eastward toward the village through the valley and up to Hjolmanir Temple, also known as the Temple of the Evening Star. Uh, headed to... Oh, you came across a uh, large tabaxi named Half Bear. Yes, I know he's a cat. Shut up. Uh, who is one of Dee's older siblings? And well, she's the youngest, so just an older sibling. Uh, he went to fetch Dee for you, while Bull and Ansem seemed to know their way around, and uh, Bull sort of took the lead. Bull showed you guys to the mead hall. Uh, Dee came down to meet you guys, and you gave her the golden disc. The disc. Uh, the disc. Good oh, disc, sick. bro. Sick. Uh, <laughs> God damn it, I love it. All right. Um, 
Kit took a moment to tell Silas about the afterimage slash ghostly thing following Marin, and uh, he was a little surprised by that in a way, but not by the scrying sensor that seems to be following him. He assumes it's his mom. Damn it, Cindy. <clears throat> he, he revealed that she's been doing that to him his whole life. So. <laughs> yep. Uh, D brought the party up to the temple sanctuary. Um, you guys did discuss the Tall Donost rings uh, and that D thinks she might be a little miffed with Kit. Uh, but also has some attachment to Marin. Um, headed up to the temple, to the sanctuary, where she sort of sealed you guys into a more private space where it was harder for people to look in. Was that a hand raise, or was that a... Oh, I'm picking fuzzies off my microphone. <laughs> yeah, Sorry. you don't raise your hand to talk. Never mind. <clears throat> uh, Kit told D about selling poison to the glassblower in Ambero. Uh, the staves that you've come across and the one you gave away. Yeah. Uh, Dee actually revealed that she once ma made the mistake that Marin is on her way to making, which is that she gave Senna the Fjordhide staff when she was younger. In fact, she was probably about Sylphie's age when it happened. Uh, oh, yeah. Sylphie or Marin? Because sometimes Sylphie, this Sylphie is 24. Okay. Yeah. Um, D was 25. No. She was 23. Sorry. Close enough. <clears throat> uh, she explained how uh, Senna is sort of a shell of a shell. Somebody who's been shattered twice. And how she might have been a walker once as well for Ulgar Heidelin himself. Or perhaps Vecna. The god of secrets and awfulness. Ooh. Uh, anybody who watched Campaign 1 of Critical Role will know just how much of an asshole that guy is. Her hair is big because it's full of secrets. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like that's true of a lot of Southern women. Um, let's see. Uh, D also insisted that while Senna is not evil, she's not good either. She is always working toward her own ends. And so it is wise to assume that everything she's doing, even if it seems beneficial is selfish. Uh, later on, Silas and Marin had a little marital spat about some frustrations, but you guys made up pretty quickly when Silas straight up told you, like, hey, every time I have a doubt about what we're doing, I remember I'm here because I love you and I regret nothing. So. We'll see yeah. if that remains yeah. true. <laughs> yeah. Uh... Yeah, there are moments when I wonder if following you is a mistake, but then I remember I love you and it's worth all the trouble. Uh, Kit goes to find Maz, Maz Geldenir, and spoke to his myth dragon form. Uh, and Maz explained in more simple language than Taldanos uses uh, that she's indeed kind of disappointed that you gave away the Gaithahide. Uh, Kit made a plan to visit the Drazdana Trench, or, well, it's called the Dawn Deep Trench. Its actual name in Thunar is Drozdana, which means Red Dawn. It was one of the reasons that I shared that 
pr uh, that uh, sailor's prayer with you guys that uh, was for followers of Taldunost. Mm -hmm. The prayer is not for like the light of dawn to lead their way. The prayer is for them to go to the Red Dawn, the Drawsdana, where she is. Mm -hmm. Um, let's see. Uh, do, do, do. So yeah, Kit made a plan to visit the Drawsdana. And uh, then Ted came around because it asked. Ted. Uh, and uh, after a bunch of debating, eventually Ted decided that Pretty Lady wants Steph, and he coughed it up and passed out. Uh, so I believe there was a little bit of talk about throwing the Ordenhide into Drawsdana, but uh, I guess you'll see when you get there. At Tuldanost. So we're starting off in the morning, the next morning, at the Mead Hall. It is Yond the First. It is the day of the winter solstice. It is Yay. one of the two, well, technically four most important holidays of the entire year. The entire town is flush with decorations and food and beautiful. Uh, beautiful arrangements of winter blooms, anything they can get a hold of. Uh, ice sculptures that people have been making. A uh, lot of lot of red and gold and orange, and then like hints of blue and green here and there. A lot of very earthy uh, and like warm colors going on. And then of course the green and the blue being the sort of general earth colors. Um, <clears throat> lots of sun imagery all over the place because not only is that important to the followers of Hesperus, but it is literally the point of the winter solstice is the coming mm -hmm. sun as this is the longest night of the year. Uh, this particular night in Hjolmanir, I did a little bit of math. Uh, this particular night should last about 20 hours. Whoa. Oh, so Jesus. 20... Uh, 18 to 20 hours. I a little bit of wiggle room in there because I'm not. I don't have an exact map of like the the tilt of the Earth yet of Atlaren yet. So I, I can't need to believe that. that. <laughs> the, Atlaren has a 24 hour day. Yeah. Yeah, that would seem simpler because yeah. it it was too much trouble to rearrange hours, minutes, and seconds. Yeah. But rearranging days, weeks, and months was made a lot more sense. Mm -hmm. <clears throat> At Lauren's much bigger than the Earth, so therefore it turns much faster. Whoa. Yeah. We're just all going, uh Yeah. That's oh, yeah, a lot of gravity. Oh, God. That's not how gravity works. Oh, oh God. I know. <laughs> also, it's like being on the tilt-a-whirl. Like, what? What? <laughs> <laughs> Well, actually, what it means is the core of Atlaren, because it's so big, has to be more dense so that you experience the same amount of gravity. Mm. And also has to be more heavy to keep you from literally getting flung off the surface. So actually, people on this planet are probably heavier and stronger than they would be on Earth. So muscular. I just I went from twink to muscle twink. Yep. I Sweet. did my research. Anyway, hello. Um, <laughs> you guys are waking up in the morning. What you assume is morning. Because it's dark. Mm -hmm. 
Uh, it won't be light until like 10 o'clock and then it'll be light until like two ish. Uh, <laughs> so have fun with that. Uh, I don't know if that's exactly how it works in Alaska, but I don't care. Uh, yeah. What do you, what do you guys, what are you guys doing? Well, as you wake how up, is, oh, yeah. go ahead, go ahead. Well, I was. What are you guys doing as you're waking up in the morning? You've gotten used to the dark at this point in Amnoble, and you've been here for forever. Two months. Uh, yeah, a long two, time. Three. I don't know. Uh, and the thing that wakes you up is just the noise outside. It's late morning. People are people are getting up, putting together feasts. There's a lot of noise in the downstairs mead hall. Um, Nobody really told you how it works here, and Kit has never has not been part of an Amnoblin solstice since he was a little kid. So probably Bull would know the most about this stuff. If you're curious, you don't have to. But it's Bull just like banging on everyone's doors, like it's Christmas morning. <laughs> it's Christmas! Yeah, no, he's he's been downstairs since six a.m. Didn't he? Yeah. He went for a morning jog. <laughs> um, well, yeah. Um, but yeah, you guys wake in your respective rooms. Uh, what would you like to do? Well, first of all, how's Ted doing? Because I think he came with me to my room. Yeah. Yeah. Um, he probably threw up again at some point in the <laughs> night. So your That's room kind of smells a little blech. Uh, it smells like rotten cabbage. Sweet, uh, sweet, sweet. He's, he's asleep on like a little pallet in the corner. Um... It looks like at some point he did wake up and like readjust and like curl in a little bit, so he looks a little more put together. But he is out. Okay. He's got his head like tucked under his wing. Okay, I will just leave him there for now. Um. Hmm. Yeah, and then I'll. I guess I'll. Make my way downstairs. Make my way downstairs. Uh, yeah, as you come out, you see Ansem stepping out of his room. Um, he roomed up with Bull so that you didn't have to squeeze the goose in as well. Uh, squeeze the goose. All right. Uh, that's a good phrase. <laughs> Sounds not. <laughs> yeah, just like bagpipe noises come up. God, um, yeah. You see Ansem coming out, all all dressed for the day, but you notice that he's put on something a little nicer for the day. He doesn't carry like a wardrobe with him, but he does have like a few choices for clothing in his, you know, uh, bag of holding. So a little nicer. You notice that he's chosen a couple warmer colors to suit the suit the occasion um but as he comes out sort of half leaning on the cane that he keeps with him he looks at you and says well good morning good morning what did you all get up to yesterday oh you know just regular stuff yeah side note he wasn't with you at all no i know uh often didn't tell you why or where yeah you know, we just wandered around and stirred up some trouble, talked to people, climbed the pyramid. It's a mountain. 
same thing. Um, what did you do yesterday? Saw to some old friends. Uh, personal business. Cool. Cool, I'm cool. trying really hard not to do the English accent because he has an American accent. Why is it hard to stick to my own fucking accent? I don't know. <laughs> I uh, posh Midwestern accent. Posh. Posh. Uh, oh no, God. he's more like like Midwesterner that moved to New York. Um, but yeah. It says, uh, just some business I've been putting off for a long time. I've not been to this part of the world for a while. Well, I hope it went well. Uh, well enough. We met the the high priestess here. I I know. We all know her. I, I figured you did. Um, but yeah, we met her, so that's cool. She, one of my oldest friends. Yeah, she mentioned something about all of that. She she was at um, well, she and um, Ethane were good friends before I ever met her. But she and some of her friends helped us out with some things, and they've looked after our daughter and her family for a long time. So yes, they're mm-hmm. she and her family are very good friends of ours. We gotcha. all have like a little. I guess a club of friends back in Constanos. Hmm. Cool. Cool, cool. Well, that's exciting. Um, where, where are you going now? I'm going to go get breakfast. You want to come, buddy? <laughs> he raises an eyebrow at you and says, Sure, kids. Okay, let's go get breakfast. Great. Yay! <laughs> don't understand young people anymore, and he yeah. just follows you. Uh, Marin, what are you up to with your with your man? What do you no? Oh, uh, oh. <laughs> trying oh. to imply anything. I was just implying. I know. There. <laughs> uh, having sex so. as we speak. No, uh, I don't know. I'm just kind of like lazily getting up. I guess not like in a hurry to go anywhere obviously because we're probably staying here till tomorrow at least but yeah just lazily getting up I I imagine I've been up for a little while mm-hmm. like uh, then you would notice Silas sleeping in a little bit longer can't imagine why we were up till 3am <laughs> with the fucking right. goose um, but when he does finally get up, he's he's his usual sort of quiet self. He doesn't talk much in the mornings. Um, he gets around, gets his whatever he needs for the day. Also assuming that you guys are sticking around for a while. Um, and uh, as he gets dressed in sort of his usual black attire with little little bits here and there, you actually notice him pull a little like golden pin out of his bag and attach it to his vest lapel. What's that? Uh it's just a, a pin and he turns to show it to you and you see it's a little um a little golden lark pin. Hmm. It's nice. I don't think I've seen you wear it before. I don't 
tend to very often, but I don't really have any, I suppose, festival wear, so just a little something. Uh, Justine gave it to me a long time ago. Oh, that's nice. Yes. Do you, have you messaged her in a while, asked her how she's been? Uh, no. Okay. I should. Just, you know, if she doesn't, she doesn't kind of know what we're up to, maybe not tell her all the details. No, she doesn't need to know any of that. Besides, I wouldn't be able to tell her. It'd take days to explain any of Well, that. yeah, but I mean, you should at least let her know that we're alive. She doesn't know that any of this has happened. She doesn't know at all that you... Nope. How would that have not gotten back to her somehow? My mother doesn't tell her anything. I don't think she would have told her about this. Anything... He, he kind of closes his eyes and sighs and says, anything that would give Justine inspiration to be more difficult, my mother will never tell her. And I don't want her to react because it would put her in danger. I would rather she finish her education and then when she's, you know, set up, then I can catch her up. But... Oh, fuck, I haven't told her I'm married. Yeah, that's also something. Maybe she at least do that. Say hey. She really likes you. I know. I like her too. I need to get one of those parchments that you can just send off. I can write the whole thing down. A letter? I think. <laughs> no, it's magic. Oh, okay. <laughs> uh. <laughs> uh. Clay was talking about giving us one of those, but oh shit, we should we should contact Clay at some point too. Well, at least Clay knows what we're up to. Yeah, but I mean, I just good to check in and say we're alive. Yeah, I, I mean, and I want to know he he made it back home too. And yes. odds were against us, and they still are. So yeah. How are you this morning, Donnie? We really have to go into that? <clears throat> we do. I need a thorough morning check-in every morning. Great. Wonderful. Wow. Love that. <laughs> Love you that. A little grin, Talk about ways. high maintenance. Can I, can I um, add an addendum to that? How about no? Uh... uh <laughs> Your suggestion is heard and rejected. Okay. I, for getting like two hours of sleep, I guess I'm doing okay. 
you do realize it's a holiday and you could sleep in. I could. It, the... But also, you could just go to sleep early later on. I Okay. That's not the reason that I only slept two hours, but all right. I know um, that's not the reason. I'm just saying you could catch up. I think I've gotten about as much as I'm going to get for today. So. Yes. I don't like having that thing in our possession. I don't like it. I don't either. I'm... I'm hopeful that there is a way we can get rid of it safely, quickly. But I'm... I also don't trust just handing it off to someone. Because at any time that's been done before seems to have failed. I mean... Kit's acting like when we get to Taldanas, we're going to chuck it in the ocean. But wouldn't that give it to Taldanas? Probably. Or whatever happens to catch it on its way down? That too. Could have like an overpowered sea serpent or something out there. There's already plenty of those. Yeah. That's not even... That's not even what bothers me. It... What? D asked me yesterday how I'm saying no to Senna. And I couldn't answer. But you are saying no, aren't you? Yeah. Yeah. And that's how you just have willpower. It doesn't have to be an instead. I don't... I don't know how much willpower I have. Sorry, I... I I'm doing it because it's the right thing. Because... She shouldn't have any more of those. But. But. I've done things out of desperation before. And I would assume that you've learned from those. Am I wrong? I. I don't know. It's. It's tempting. It's tempting to me too. Really? I think in a way it's tempting to all of us. In fact, I'm fairly certain the only one who's not actually tempted is Bull. Though, considering it's Sylphie, he may be, but he's very good at hiding it. Yeah. I, there are so many things, if it weren't for the potential backlash, there are so many things that I could do with 
a power like that, or a deal like that, but I can't... I can't risk the repercussions of it. The potential for total failure is not worth the few things that I could make better. And I would like to think that I can stick to that morality, I guess. But I don't know. If I became desperate, I don't know what I'd do. I don't know what any of us would do. You already know what I do when I'm desperate. Everyone does. You look for control. Is this therapy for me? (laughs) (laughs) I don't know. I... I'm not gonna I'm not gonna give it to her. I just two weeks is a long time or however long we're going to be out in in the woods before we get to tilt on us. It's not gonna be a couple days trip. And the woods is her domain. Yes. If we She can summon the mist and be unseen. Which, let's not even factor human fallibility into it. If she knows that we have it, what's to stop her from just taking it? I think, I think she, from all I've heard of her, obviously I have no personal experience, but I think the deal-making is part of her whole plan. I feel like, with the way Dee explained it, she can just come and take things. But she makes deals to suit other ends. It may be that you give her stuff and she owes you something, but she will use that to her advantage. And it sounds like she's very good at using that to keep people on the hook, trading favors back and forth. Because she can give you almost anything, but what you can give her back is something that she cannot achieve on her own, which is confusion, cloak and dagger, people being unsure of what happened when some stranger comes and messes things up or what have you. And she also has control. Yeah. Don't I know it. Well, and then there's also the fact that if the cult knows, then... I'm right there. And it doesn't matter what I want at that point. Sorry, I don't mean to... God, it's a fucking holiday. We're 
It's just a day. We can celebrate the sun and the pretty sky any day. I said I was... I said I was going to keep you safe. I feel like I'm not doing a very good job of that. I don't think any of us can really keep each other safe right now. We all have our own... Our own targets on our backs. Things that no one else can save us from. I'm honestly waiting for Taldanos just to up and kill Kit. Yeah, I don't know what that's about. <laughs> <laughs> but I don't know if that's how she works, so who knows? She's I mean, you know what? If she if she didn't kill Sylvie, then I think Kit's safe. <sighs> <laughs> yes. Has she reached out to you at all? No. Because I don't understand why she still seems to be interested. I don't know. I... Part of me wonders maybe she gave me the ring because she knew that I wanted to bring Selfie back or... And just to give it to her when she did come back, but... If she's trying to say something else, if she's trying to say, you know, take up arms and I'll give you, you know, whatever fucking magic you want or whatever, I'm not interested. I can't. I need less gods on my plate, not more. So. Understandable. That's her game, then this is just gonna stay hanging around my neck, and she'll have to just keep trying, and it's not gonna work. Well, I feel like if she ever. whatever she wants, if she ever gives up, the ring will go away. So as long as it's here, I think there's something she's trying to say. I don't know. I do want to. I do want to give it back to her. Eventually. Tell Donna or Sylphie? Sylphie. I don't know. I. I feel like. She was still trying to figure things out. But, she was figuring it out, and Teldonas was helping with that. I feel like, I don't know, I feel like, since it came back to me, I don't feel like it's been mine. I don't think it's meant to be yours. Yeah. I feel like Tom Donos would have tried harder to tell you that. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know either. Titans don't, um... 
They're not very communicative. It's a bit frustrating. Have you really never had a conversation with Dulthair? Not beyond... What do you need? This is what I need. We can work toward the goals together. Sort of conversations. It's never personal. I've always... I have tried before, when I was younger and less emotionally stunted, but you see him kind of roll his eyes as he says that. Uh, I tried to ask him once something stupid, just out of the blue. I was 17, I think. It was so dumb, but I asked what him is- what his favorite constellation was. <laughs> just trying to get something out of him because every time I saw him, it was in a sea of stars. Mm. And so I thought it was situation appropriate, but he didn't answer. Mm. He went quiet. Like he didn't want to talk about it. And I I've never been able to find out why, if there's something about him and the stars, or... I don't know. He's very... cards close to the chest, and I have learned that from him. Yeah, I was about to say, that's fitting. (laughs) A good role model for a king, but not a... not a... uh, Emotionally available partner. Yeah, you're getting there. Thank you. <laughs> I'm no, terribly flattered. Really, you. You've been doing great. I. I feel like I'm the one who's. Don't. I. Man, <laughs> I swear to God. Hmm. Which one? All. (laughs) Honestly, I... I don't know if that's weird to say, but... I... I really look to you as someone that I should try to be more like you've had is kind of get wide <laughs> Man, I, okay see I, I thought it was weird to say so maybe it is weird to say so maybe I won't say it I no you should say it because I need to tell you where to stop <laughs> I don't know you we went through maybe not similar things but we both have people in our lives who hurt us and damage that we carry because of it. But you are trying. And you're letting some of that go, I think. You're... This is the happiest I've ever seen you. (laughs) No... And maybe part of that is because your mother isn't right there behind your shoulder the whole time, but... That definitely helps. Yeah. 
but you're also being more open and I don't know. You listen to me and you do communicate. I don't know. I just, I feel like you're trying at least and you're healing. I don't know how much of that I've done. I mean, yesterday I couldn't even tell you that I was feeling gross because I thought it would bog you down too much and I don't know. I feel like you've been more open to change and open to that stuff than I have. Not trying to be self-deprecating or anything like that. I'm just I feel like you're in a you're in a different stage than I am. I've gotten away from the things that hurt me mostly. I'm still working some of it out, but we're running toward what's hurting you because we need to get rid of it. You can't run away. So if you're having trouble with things, I don't think it's fair to compare yourself to me. I'm flattered that you think I'm a role model, but... All right, I, I wouldn't go so far as role model, but... Well, that's what you said. No, I didn't. I didn't Not say the words role words, model. But that is what you implied. Mm, no. You said you... Look, never mind. <laughs> Listen. Our situations are different. And the reason that this works is because when I am when I'm weak, you are strong. When you are weak, I am strong. And when neither of us are strong, we have bull. <laughs> he does have very big muscles. <laughs> He's very very nice dog. He is, isn't he? He's just so fluffy. He's caught me off guard a couple times and it was very nice. Oh. Uh, Sorry, that's cute. No, it it's kind of sad actually <laughs> because I realized the first time that he hugged me that nobody really has ever done that except for you and maybe oh, just a couple times. Ooh, that is sad. Like, uh, once or twice when no one was looking, but it is sad that just that gigantic wool rug of a man can hug me and I immediately feel like I want to cry. Oh. I just heard my voice break just thinking about it. <laughs> oh, God. I give him a hug. <laughs> Oh, I, I'm like, no, no, here, I'll give you, um, okay, don't, don't do that. <laughs> I to feel his chest tighten up, and he's like, oh. okay. I'm sorry, okay, maybe this is making it worse, I'm sorry, no. Nope, I'm, nope. Just hugs okay. you. Okay. It's different with you. Okay. Well, I'd hope so. Well, Unless you, never mind. <laughs> Two different types of family. Mm. And he kind of does a little like, oh god, we're family. 
Is this what family is? Gross. <laughs> <laughs> I've never liked that word, but now it's kind of nice. Mm -hmm. Oh god, does that make Kit like a brother or something? Ew. Not Ugh. okay. Not our brother, because you but like a brother? I don't know. Well, he was your sister's friend, so he's closer to you than he is me. He's your brother-in-law. Wow. <laughs> I'd rather have Bull. Okay, there you go. Ansem can stay. He can be the angry old uncle. <laughs> I would actually like to get to talk to him more. He seems... Interesting. Didn't you guys know each other? Back in passing, yes. Um, he spent a very, very short uh, stint um, teaching me a bit about gunplay, but he, uh, my mother didn't like what he brought to the table, which was mostly destroy the Arbiters and rebel against your mother, so she sent him away. Uh, mm -hmm. Chased him away, more like. How long ago was that? I think I was 15? Oh. Okay. Technically an adult, but still definitely a child. He's <laughs> hmm. a very good instructor, though. I'm He's been teaching me a little bit about how, oh, I don't know if I've showed you, and I'm, I'm going to pull out my gun really fast, like, with, like, the quick draw thing that he's been teaching for me. Like, Silas does not flinch. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> he just sees it. You see the eyes dart, but there's, like, no other movement. Yeah. He's been teaching me how to do that. That's pretty fun. You should teach me a little bit of that. Oh yeah, that's right. Because I'm better than you now. <laughs> I like the hair toss. Yeah. Failed hair toss that she had to do twice. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'm looking at myself in the camera and I'm like, where's my hair? Where is it? <laughs> yeah. You look like Laura Bailey today. That's what it, you remind me of. Oh yeah, Yay! yeah. <laughs> She has the outfit she wears every so often with the plaid shirt and like the bright colored t-shirt and the loose hair. That's what it reminds me of. Okay. Achievement unlocked. Look Laura, like Laura Bailey. Bailey. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Uh, uh, he he kind of gives you a look like, oh, do you want to test that out? Mm. Ooh. Yeah, why not? You, you might draw faster than me, but I bet I'm far more accurate. Bullshit. This sounds so weirdly sexual. <laughs> Don't interrupt your roleplay, Ben. Oh, sorry. <laughs> yeah, right. Bet. How much? We share money. Doesn't matter how much. Fine, fine, fine. What do you, what do you, if I win, what do you want? I don't know. Do you have anything I want? Wow. Yeah. <laughs> so 
That wasn't what I was going for. Oh, All right. I was going to say, um, you just offer up that WAP. <laughs> yeah. Uh, house rule. Never, ever. <laughs> never, <laughs> never, ever mention that word, that song, or unless it's about starships, that artist, or whoever the fuck she is. I don't know. No, that wasn't a Nicki Minaj song. Okay, well, Nicki Minaj is still okay. <laughs> I don't know who did the other song, but she is banned. Cardi B. Mm-hmm. And Gross. Megan the, St- the Stallion. Yeah. Gross. Oh, Jesus. Sorry. I just I just <laughs> got the shit scared out of me because <laughs> my, my background is casting a shadow on my blinds, and it looks like a person. <laughs> I was like, holy shit, who's standing in my window? Oh god, it's Cynthia. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, Silas, Silas sort of, he takes a moment to look at you and says, I want your gun. Which one? It's the Overwatch. Oh. Hmm. There goes that confidence. All right, fine. You get it. Okay, what do you want? What do I want? You were on deck this whole time. You better I have know. Some. I got scared by the, sh- the window shadow. I'm sorry. Okay. I want you to tell me what Mm, no. I don't want that. Okay, give me give me a little while to think about it and then I'll let you know, but I will let you know it is it's something. You want me to tell you something? Well, I don't know. We're doing the whole like secret revealing thing. The the whole like I don't know. Tell tell me a, I want you to tell me a secret. I feel like that's an unfair trade. It's not an unfair trade. The Overwatch is like my baby. You want to take my child away from me. No, I'm saying it's unfair for you to ask for a secret for the Overwatch. Oh. The Overwatch is worth far more. I'm sorry that I I value your uh, your time and your vulnerability. Like, I guess I can I guess I can do something monetary if that's what you want to do. I just don't consider my secrets that interesting. Okay, well, that's what I want, so... They're not interesting, they're just difficult to talk about. Okay. Fine, do you want me to do something? What do you have? I don't even know what you have. No, you don't, do you? (laughs) I don't want to take that pin from you because it's from your sister no. that would be just cruel <laughs> no yeah that's the only thing I can think of so I, yeah that's why I'm not doing it so a okay. secret there we he go down at the pin he's like you're on 
What? Really? Yes. Well, no, I'm gonna feel like an asshole. Well, then you'll lose. And he just leans in and kisses you on the forehead and walks away. Mm, I'm stopping after after him. Uh, um, how long did all of that take? Oh my god. Uh, well, that conversation was pretty much in real time, so like 30 minutes. Okay, well. We can, we can say, like, this happened. Yeah. But, uh, there's probably some overlap between you. You wasted an eighth of the daylight. Well, the the reason I ask is because I wonder if I would have had enough time to get something to eat, and then they still yes. wouldn't have been down there yet. Yes. Okay. Do they still have in the the kitchen? Do they still have uncooked egg rolls? Yes. <laughs> um, they sort of just shoved them off to the side, and we're like, we don't know who made these, but we don't want to throw them away. Um, I am going to... Is Bull downstairs already? Yes. I'm going to grab a piece of... Nah, I won't. I'll just leave a note with Bull. I'll go. I'm going to go talk to Bull. Be like, hey, Bull, I have something that I need to do today. Okay. And I need you to take care of Ted, who's in my room. Will you make him the egg rolls when he wakes up? Uh, is that healthy for a goose? It's healthy for him, yeah. Okay. Okay. Um, and then tell everybody else that I just had to go make a quick visit and I'll be back tomorrow, okay? And that I'm not in any danger. I'm just, I needed to see family for the day. Family? Yeah. Okay. 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 It's kind of cryptic, but okay. I'm going to go see my brother for the day. I'll be back tomorrow. It's what? a It's a holiday. Do you want to see? Yeah. Follow me. Okay. And I'm going to take him out of the... Whatever the fuck we're in, the tavern in. Yeah. Um, and I'm going to walk up to a tree that is big enough, that's as wide as I am. Okay? I'd be like, stand back and stay clear, okay? And I lift a hand up and I cast travel via plants and I unzip the tree. And on the other side, you see you see the statue of the coyote that I created in the circle. And I just look at him and I'm like, I'll see you tomorrow. And I walk through. And then you hear him behind you, like just before the tree closes, like, oh my god, Kenna can do that, and you just disappear. <laughs> Yay, you guys think that you have similar powers to a god, so that's fun. Um, it's pretty cool. So, yeah. Aaron, when you and Silas come back, you see Bull bust into the meat hall looking around for you guys. <laughs> <laughs> What? He's like, what? What's wrong? What's wrong? He walks up to you and grabs you by the shoulders. What He's happened? like, can't walk through a tree. He walked through he a tree? up a tree and he went to Volfira. Uh, He's halfway across the world. I saw the statue and everything. I saw the trees with like the apples. It's all there. 
I turn to Silas and I'm like, could he do that this whole time? <laughs> I hope not because I will shoot him. Me too. <laughs> Get in line. <laughs> well, I'll be the one who has the Overwatch, so. <laughs> <sighs> and Vol's just standing there like, what? You guys seem less excited about this. You know, I don't know. Though, right? We can. If Kit can do. Ken and Macambra can do that. Uh huh. Do you know I'd, how amazing that is? Yeah, I mean, I don't think Ken is the only person on Earth who can do that. I, I not, but it takes a lot of, like. Like. Stuff I don't have to be able to do that. Just go align yourself with Teldonas. Um, I'm okay. Yeah, so... I mean, I come from, like, a sailor culture that really respects her, but I'm a little more of a Hesperus man myself. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe Hesperus will teach you how to do that one day. Uh, Mm. uh, I feel like it would take me a long time. I'm not exactly the smartest of people. Oh, stop. I'm starving. Yeah, uh... So... There's a lot of stuff around today. Okay. So, obviously, it's the solstice. Uh-huh. It's really special. Uh-huh. I don't know if you've ever been to Amnoblin during, you know, solstice or an equinox. I've never solstice. been to Amnoblin until... The biggest holidays of the year. And the, the Dolmarig are really, really hospitable and, like, proud people of these traditions. So, like, everything's free. Oh, wow! Well, all the food's free, and like all the drinks, but it, yeah, it's it's like it's it's a holiday about sort of like community and hospitality. So, Hmm. you know, don't be greedy about it. But everything is pretty much free to eat and drink all you like. Cool. Yeah. Well, that's cool. Go go eat. Okay, I'm gonna go eat. I'm going to go on a run, and he takes off. Oh, okay. Uh, but you do see Ansem down there. He's long since eaten, because he was with Kit. Uh, but you see him sitting at one of the tables by himself, currently jotting down stuff in a journal. Uh, when I get my food, I'll go sit down next to yeah, him. There's a lot to choose from. Like, any traditional holiday, anything you can think of, it's here. Can get some green bean casserole. A version of that probably exists. Pumpkin pie and pumpkin pie definitely exists. Um, The green bean casserole is probably made of wild mushrooms and like in this part of the continent, probably like sheep's milk instead of like normal milk. Okay. And then of course green beans. Yeah. But you know. Yeah. Yeah, all kinds of fun stuff. Yeah. And then outside, there's vendors with like all the stuff on skewers and all that shit. Um, but when you go over to Ansem's table, where he's just sitting alone because everybody else is giving him a wide berth, um, <laughs> you've noticed a lot of people seem to recognize him here, but that's why they stay away. Ah. Um, he's just sort of sitting there. Uh, you see he actually has his... Um, his prosthetic leg propped up on a chair next to him and his cane sort of leaning against his thigh as he's writing. 
Um, and you see his uh, prosthetic arm is currently has this panel open on the bottom of it. And you see him writing and then occasionally like tweaking something. Hmm. What you write in there? Notes. About what? He holds the arm up. Oh. <laughs> Uh, See if my if my intelligence was higher than a ten, I probably could pick that together. Your um, intelligence is average. Uh, he glances over at the two of you as you come to sit down and closes the little panel and sort of locks it shut. Says, "Just um, a couple ideas for tweaks when I get back home." Cool. So good morning. Good morning. Where were you yesterday? Uh, here and there. Visiting friends, taking care of old business. Oh, that's cryptic. Uh, and you hear Silas kind of snort ever so slightly, and he says, he was gathering information. Um, and Ansem looks at him and says, well, aren't you just keen? He does that. Yes, I see that. Yes, I have been gathering a little bit of information about what's been happening on this side of the world lately. I haven't been here in a while. At least not long enough to get a handle on things. And asking if anyone has seen Ithane. Any leads on that? The last time anyone saw him, uh, it sounds like he was here with another walker to try to get the Ordenhide crystal months ago. Hmm. I mean, it's possible then if we go to Teldonast, he might be there. That's the next biggest place. I... I don't know. Based on what I understand happened to the city, the the place where he was made a walker was maybe not destroyed, but rendle, rendered useless for now. They flooded the whole place. The entire cistern pool is empty now. It all drained away. Hmm. Definitely, we should check that out. Yes. When we go there. Thankfully, uh, I know someone who has been there and gotten out alive without being a member of the Heidelin cult, so I have a rough idea of what it should look like. Hmm. There is, there was, a temple of Elen and Zarai in the center of the city, underground, uh, beneath a large tower with a statue of Elen. Um, the temple was apparently a cover for the Heidelin cults. It used to operate as a proper temple, but they somehow infiltrated and got rid of all of the actual priests and started pretending to be them. Put up a front while they... This was years and years and years ago, but put up a front while they slowly and very quietly 
dug out their own fortress, basically, underneath. Very small, but very secure. And they connected it to an abandoned old sewer system and cleaned it all out and created what we fondly refer to as the cistern, where people are thrown into the pool of blood after being sacrificed and eventually come back as walkers. Yeah, I... I'm, mm, yes, you are there's more of one, more than one of those in the world, but not many. So we don't know if yours was in Taldanost. I'm willing to bet not. In fact, it seems a long way to take somebody, only to bring them back to Harris. I feel like I feel like I actually knew this. Hmm? Uh, I feel like I actually knew which one it was. Or, mm, I'm looking through my notes. Because this is just Ansem speculating. This isn't me saying anything. Yeah, yeah. I, mm, I'm i looking through my notes because I'm pretty sure I knew which one it was. I wonder if I wrote it down. No, uh, it just says... Amnoblin. I wrote down, like, a few of the... Um no. Nope. I I, I do know. know that you guys mentioned taking Tamar to Taldanos to untether him. Yeah. When you're still Sylphie. Um No, this was soon this was later. Like I I felt like we had pieced together like when we had first like either when I had talked to Silas looked in your head. Yeah. Or or I thought I figured it out when I talked to Rosen, but I don't think I think she just gave me um like here's a few of the spots that I know. I don't think Yeah, don't she think. told you about the nine locations yeah. noble and alone. So it's one of those, but we don't know which one. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Cynthia abandoned Wedna. Uh <sighs> Abandoned. Yes. That's yes. what they call that's, that's a <laughs> that word for that. Yeah. I'm so excited that you have uh, traveled via plants now. It's. I've been waiting to use it. I'm yeah. super excited. I also just found out that I've been shorting myself a cantrip for the past three levels. So oh. I gave myself another cantrip. Shit. Oops. Oops. Oh well. I'm probably not going to go up and bard anymore, so I don't get any new spots. I'm the Yay. crazy magic person. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yep. I'm the crazy gun person. Uh, they That's revisit fine. a sacrifice in a cistern in a moment when a man was hovering over Marin's decayed body with yeah. a dagger. Yeah. So those were two different scenes. Kyla or Avela was present in both. Uh-huh. Which I believe is what led you to think that it might be Tildanos because she is the lead of the Amnoblin branch of the Highland cult. Gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. Okay. Yes. Good. I'm up to date too because I forgot. I forgot too. So. Yeah. Well, I'm not supposed to forget. Uh, 
<laughs> There's a lot of fucking information. I couldn't keep it. Yeah, straight. I know. I've been working on this world for seven years. Uh, yep, seven years now, almost. Uh, yeah, yeah. So anyway, okay. um, Ansem, he sits forward in his chair, sort of taking his leg off the other one. You can kind of tell it's giving him a little bit of trouble. Um, but he leans on the table and says, whatever we find in there, I have to make sure it's clear to you all that my focus is on Ithane. I want to help you, but I need to keep following his trail. I wouldn't expect anything else. But um, do you know where you're headed afterward? Uh, no. Um, assuming there's an afterward. Oh, well, there's, there's gonna be an afterward, so let's not, um. Any ideas? I think probably Haven, right? There's... From what we've heard, that's probably where the rest of the cult is moving after Tildamas was flooded. They would be nearby. There's, We don't know where it is, but there is some sort of stronghold nearby. One of the largest in Amnoblin, but we can't find it. Oh, we also have to go to um, Baphomel Temple as well. Well, I assume if you're going to Haven from Taldanost, you're going to pass Baphomel Temple. Well, there we go. So yeah, prob- probably. I don't know. We'll have to talk to Kit and, and Ball. Well, on the upside, uh, Baphomel Temple is a... It's a nice place. It's, well, it would be a... A good respite. I have a feeling whatever I find in Taldanost, unless Ithane is actually there, which I doubt, I will probably be headed north as well. So we'll see if our paths continue to converge. But it'd be nice to see some friends there again. Yeah. There's a uh, there's a warforge there named Florian who was uh, Jessasan's best friend growing up. Well, for a small, very small portion of growing up. But of course, that was three hundred some years ago. So. Oh. How old are you guys? I'm only 70. I'm I'm a half-elf. Okay. But Jessasan is full-blooded elf. She's middle-aged at this point. Okay. I Ithane, guess that makes more sense. Ithane's about my age, maybe a little bit older. Yes, we're all very old. Thank you for pointing it out. No, I'm just... Mm-hmm. 
Man, this is some good green bean casserole. <laughs> Tasty. Uh, what are you, 17? I'm 19, thank you. <laughs> and he looks at Silas. <laughs> Silas is like, what? She's technically 29. T- yeah, I'm older than him. Mm-hmm. And he says, and you're 20... 30 and Silas sits back. He says, I'm 27, thank you. I thought he was 25. Is he 25? Yeah. He should be 26 by now. Sorry. Okay. Uh, he had a birthday on the way. <laughs> yeah, I know his birthday is in winter, so it's either already passed or it's coming up. So okay. I don't know. Doesn't matter. I don't care about I don't it. even know when my birthday is. <laughs> you haven't told me when yours is, so. I don't know. Well, we'll make it an arbitrary Sometime. date. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, uh, Silas says, I'm I'm going to say he's almost 26, or almost 26. He says, yeah. 25. Thank you. And <laughs> Handsome just kind of chuckles. It's like, he, act, he acts like he's 85, so I, I can understand where you are. I, I concur. Sometimes I think he's older than I am. Wow. I'll give him a little pat on the face. It's fine. You're just mature. Mm-hmm. <laughs> now I know why Kit can't stand you people. <laughs> <sighs> and Ansem just kind of chuckles. He's like, you are all the most interesting lot I've traveled with in a while. I hope that's a compliment. Well, considering the last most interesting people I traveled with were D and her lots. Yeah, I would say that puts you up there. I'll take it. Well, and I normally travel with Jessasan, so yes. Mm-hmm. It is it is a compliment because she is Interesting. Oh, so Mm -hmm. this is going to be even more interesting. Silas and I have decided that we're going to have a little competition and you would probably be the best judge for it. What's the competition? Marksmanship. (laughs) Oh, dear. Yeah. So... At some point today, we should we should do that. Okay. And I'm, I I'm up for you. Okay, and then I'm going to slip out two gold and like subtly pass it to him under the table. <laughs> he very visibly leans to look. <clears throat> I, yeah, I I don't say this to sound like a rich asshole, but I think I have on my person more money that you will ever than you will make in the next few years of your life. I pull out two more gold and I <laughs> Okay, I'll put it back in my 
Silas just stares at you. What? This is really good green bean casserole. Like, so good. You should try it. I see how it is. <laughs> so, cheating is on the table, then? No. Mm -hmm. yes. yes. I wasn't cheating. I was bribing. It's a different I am thing. definitely going to win that gun now. Uh, and some... I'm terribly sorry, but the Overwatch is about to be mine. No, it's not. No, it's not. Mm -hmm. No, okay, listen. Listen, listen, listen. We should establish some rules here. Oh. No cheating, no bribing. No. Okay. I think that money is a little bit different because we both have money. If you're going to use weird warlock things to try and win that's not really a, a very fair advantage to me because i don't have weird warlock things you can use your brand of whatever you have well i don't have anything that no, helps me that just suck for you darling <laughs> you, see, yes, just... you two sound like uh Ithane and i this is really Really good green bean casserole. It is, isn't it? I'm gonna go um, do some target practice, and he stands up and walks out. Shit. <laughs> it's like, um, is just there, like, just not saying anything. Oh, I did want to ask you something while he's gone. Yes. So, you knew him a little bit back in the day, yeah? Um, a moment personally, and then a few letters, yes. I'm just kind of curious. What was that like when he was a kid? <laughs> well, take that, make him abnormally short. Uh, very, still very thin and gangly. He was short? He was so short. <laughs> he was the shortest 15-year-old I have ever met. He, I don't know, normal 15-year-olds come up to like here, maybe? I'm a little tall, but... I'm really short. I have no point of reference. Well, he probably came up to about the bottom of your chest. Oh my god. He was short. He was so little and so thin. I mm. was worried that the gun would break his hand off just from firing it. But was he always so serious? Like he was yes. Mm. In fact, much worse back then. Oh, jeez. He was... He was very... He was very not concerned with, but afraid of a lack of decorum. Uh, he was very polite, opened every door. Uh, he even reloaded guns for me without me asking. It was weird. Uh, he learned fast. He learned like his life depended on it, which, considering who his mother is, may not be wrong. Yeah. Uh, and considering who some of his siblings and his father were. But, um... Hmm. He was 
better when his grandfather was around. A little more loose. But that was because his grandfather was his shield between him and uh, Cynthia. Yeah. Hmm. He, he was a good boy. And I'm very glad that he ended up being this instead of what his father was. Because there was definitely some steering down the wrong path. Yeah. I never met father. Hmm? I never met his father. Did I ever meet his father? I don't think I did. No, Silas the second he was died. dead a long time before. Yeah, yeah, he died. And some nods and says his father was his father was two different things. One was a a man who needed his son to be a copy of himself, but better. And the other one was a horribly jealous child. He was jealous that his own son was his father's favorite. Sounds like an all-around asshole. Yes. I mean, you have experience with Alistair Altera. Imagine that, but worse. I... are much more vindictive. Yeah. Silas would... Not your Silas, but his father. I, I knew Cynthia and Silas for a while before that Silas came along. Uh, Silas was... He was vindictive, and he didn't mind doing his dirty work himself. He was bloodthirsty, to say the least. And I'm fairly certain that Silas had other siblings that he doesn't know about that his father must have killed at some point. It is dark. Is is it just because of Cynthia that... He didn't end up killing Silas? I think it was twofold. I think his father... He never cared about Cynthia that much. He only wanted to be married to her for what she could bring to the table. They hated each other, really. They pretended to care and maybe there was some love in the beginning but they certainly didn't love each other when I got there he was he was so jealous of his son that he felt he had to be better than him and killing him wouldn't do it he had to prove that he was better it was very shallow and I'm not sure why he ended up that way, considering the way his his own father was and the way his mother was. His mother was... I don't know how she married the King of the Arbiters. She was a saint. But... Yeah. That entire family was just... Fucked. Not a family. It, it was messed up in ways that I don't even understand how it got that bad, except for... 
greed is the only explanation I can come up with. His grandfather was not really that great. He was just not awful. And to a child who doesn't know anything but awful, not great is amazing. At least my hunch about that isn't wrong. No, he's um, he's surprisingly well-balanced for where he came from. Yeah. And he... I haven't heard him throw himself pity parties about it, which I'm rather... I don't know why he doesn't, honestly. Uh, I would think about that all the time if I were him. Yeah, he he's kind of the... He's kind of the person who... Well, no, he's exactly the person who says, well, I had something bad happen to me, but there's a billion other people out there who have it worse, so. Trying to work on that with him, but. uh... That's very difficult for a person who has monetary access to anything to feel. They either feel that the entire world is against them or that they have no reason to complain. There's not many that fit in the middle. Yeah. But, I don't know. Yes, you. Yeah. I don't think I had much to do with it, but... I well. think you give him another set of eyes to look through. Maybe. Maybe. You two work well together. You're both messed up. (sighs) But you work well together. You can say that again. You uh, are almost infuriatingly like my husband and I. I really hope that our paths stay consistent enough that we can meet him as he's supposed to be. He's an asshole. (laughs) Is what he is. He has fucked up so much in his life and he just tramps ever merrily onward. It's enraging. But you love him. God, I love him. That bastard. God, you are... You guys are me and Silas. (laughs) Yes. Well, when he runs off to go help his little friends and then gets turned into a walker and you didn't even know he left, you tend to be a bit angry. I understand. I was away on a business trip and he didn't say a damn word. fucker and you actually see him like pull off his glasses like he thinks he might be about to cry he's just like I'm sorry no it's fine it's fine he's um he's probably the best and worst thing that's ever happened to me 
Yeah, I know that feeling. Well, no, Haley is the best thing that ever happened to me. But it happened to me because of him. Yeah. It's, she's his daughter. Well, speaking of kind of that in a roundabout way, I really hope the Overwatch doesn't go end up going to Silas. That's what he wanted, so... Why would you bet that? I... He... He... I was feeling confident. <laughs> what is he going to give you? I said a secret. Okay. I don't know. He doesn't have a lot of stuff that I want, so... Seems like an unfair matchup. Okay, that... Man, this green bean casserole is just wonderful. <laughs> you, your plate has been empty for 15 minutes. I know. Just savoring the flavor. <laughs> um, yeah. He, uh, he shrugs and says, why not ask for something something interesting? Like what? Not that his secrets wouldn't be interesting, but I don't know. Uh, something he's never shown you, or... I know gods aren't really your thing, but... No, that's a stupid suggestion. No. No, wait, no. I want to hear it now. It would be interesting to see if he could get Dulthair to talk to you so you could chew him out. Hmm... That was stupid, I'm sorry. Handsome, you beautiful bastard. <laughs> I kind of tapped the table a couple times and I'm like, we'll see you at the competition. And I stand up. <laughs> I stand up and I walk out. Um, Ansem eventually leaves too to actually like set up something for you to go you guys to compete with. Um yeah. Uh, you do hear, as you get outside and sort of look around, you do hear very, very distantly gunshots. Beat that guy's ass. <laughs> we'll see. That's what I say. Um, Jet, what's yes. you doing, bro? Okay. Um, oh, you just popped into Volfira like a fucking magic man. Yes. Okay, Is there... so you, you pop through a tree and everybody currently in the market jumps mm -hmm. like, so like 10 yeah. people just like yeah. hey everybody it's Hi, just me <laughs> um <laughs> they all know you by name yeah uh i'm going to go to ren's house key okay and Kay. and knock on the door <laughs> Oh, that was loud. Oh, was it? Yeah. Oops, sorry. It was like loud and reverberated all. Yeah. All I did, I just tapped on the side of my microphone tower. I didn't think it would be so loud. Your so loud. microphone, whenever you hit it, reverberates for like a second afterward. Yeah, it's better. Ah. Uh, <laughs> yeah, you get to you get to the little house and you notice that it is dark and all the windows are covered. He's been kidnapped again. 
God damn it, Red. Um, I can I open the door? Is it locked? It is locked. Can I pick it? Do you have lock picks? I sure do. I even have proficiency in thieves tools. Go for it. All right. All right. Oh yeah, that's gonna be good. Um, that is twenty-two. Okay. It's not a difficult lock. It you guys don't really have difficult locks. It's more it's less of a lock and more of a getting a piece of metal long enough to shove in the door and angle just right to pick up the bar. Mm-hmm. Um, but you man- eventually manage to sort of wiggle it off the 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 little hook and you hear it fall and you're able to push the door open. Uh, except for the stuff that can't be moved, like a clay, like hearth, mm-hmm. there's nothing. Mm. It's dark and empty and cold. Oh, because he got a promotion. Yeah, he got a fucking promotion. It looks like it's been empty for a long enough time for a layer of dust to settle. Okay. I will pull the door shut and mm-hmm. I will go to the longhouse. Okay. You do notice that as it is the solstice, the entire town is decked out in just a rainbow of colors and tapestries and all kinds of fun stuff. Uh, You guys being a not specifically dedicated clan, most of your stuff is more animal related than God. Um, So you see representation for each of the clans like Step Clan, Timber Clan, Mountain Clan, Tundra. Um, so you see different like pennants and tapestries of the different associated animals. Uh, coming up to the long- longhouse, it is also covered in decorations and like long streams of paper covered in like Thunar uh, runes. Uh, and you see standing outside, currently just sort of overseeing a little like section of like stuff for kids like face painting and like traditional little games um you see elder gira the actual leader of the tribe uh standing just watching over quietly they're uh if i remember how they were described they're sort of tall and slim uh, draped in long robes. Uh, these robes today are sort of a mix of different greens and little bits of brown here and there. And they are wearing a more ceremonial headdress that actually has a set of antlers coming off of it. Kind of Keyleth style, but not that excessive. Mm, okay. <laughs> They're like small antlers. They're like two-pronged. Um but yeah, they're just standing there, fingers steepled as they're not steepled. That's that's what fucking Arnolf does. Place uh, <laughs> together, sort of in front of them, uh, just watching. I'm gonna try to sneak up on them. Do you remember what happened? I sure do. All right, make a stealth check. Natural twenty. Oh, look at you. I'm not kidding. Natural 20. What is your total? 27. 27? What is their stats? Hold on. Hold oh on. God. How is perception calculated? Remind me. Pers- wisdom uh, plus proficiency? Yeah, it's wisdom. Well, As if 
If you're proficient, it's wisdom plus proficiency. Okay. And you said 27? Yeah. I need to check which one wins because they're equal. Uh, <laughs> meets beats. So that's the general rule. So <laughs> you sneak up behind Gira. You think you're invisible mm -hmm. and the moment you go to like what do you what are you getting ready to do oh i was just gonna do another like whoo, like gear just as you start to open your mouth you just get bopped, like backhand like in the face in the face oh like oh my god <laughs> oh god they slowly turn around lacing their fingers back together and says oh my god Happy solstice, kids. Oh, you are... God, you are the worst person. <laughs> um, I only do what mischievous youngsters deserve. Oh, I... God, aren't you dead yet? Jesus. Um, <laughs> I am 45. You're... Oh, God. I, you don't got long left, do you? Uh... You won't either if you keep doing that. Yeah, maybe. Um, where's Ren? He's inside. Oh, cool. I'm gonna go in there. Uh, I yeah. God, you're the worst. <laughs> Jesus. Happy, happy solstice. Kid. Fucking geriatric deer around here. <laughs> um, but yeah, heading in. Uh, the entire interior of the long hall is just decked out with everything they could come up with that was colorful. It's like a rainbow explosion in here. Which is sort of your tribe's theme for the solstices is just like straight up rainbow because refracted light is rainbow and it's all about the sun. Um, so in here there's just streamers all over the place and colorful uh, cushions that people are chilling out on. There's People that have set up like almost like little like grills over the fires, like very Benny Hanna style, and are just like cooking and handing out food to people um, over the uh, long pit in the center. And then there's a turning spit as well, uh, sort of presiding over the cooking, which you know is one of his things. Ren really enjoys. Um, Ren is currently dressed in uh, a type of robe, robes that you've never seen him wear before, but you used to see uh, Elder Morta Slateheart wear. Um, sort of grays and uh, grays and whites and blacks and browns, all the neutral colors put together. Mm. Um, but he's also wearing uh, little bits of like greenery on himself, not green as in plants, but like green, green accents here and there, like a pin here, uh, a green sash, that sort of thing that they sort of harken back to his original clan, which was the meadow, uh, the, the step clan rather. Mm -hmm. um, but now you see Ren is Ren Slateheart. Uh -oh. He is the elder of the mountain clan. Uh, I'm going to sneak up on him, too. You can try. <laughs> I will try. These elders are very perceptive. Oh, no. Uh, it's not as good this time. 16. 16. All right, you're lucky bastard. All right. Uh, 
yeah, Ren is just like overlooking. He's kind of doing some like prep work, like putting together, like, uh, like chopping stuff up, putting together stuff that's like applied to the meat as it cooks, like sauces and rubs and that kind of stuff. Um, and just standing with a bunch of other people doing the same thing, talking. He does not notice you coming. I'm just going to walk up behind him and be like, and I'm going to like hit him in the back at the same time and be like, Rat! And like try to scare him. How does he react? How does he react? done this to him his whole life. Probably. So you see him jump and like stiffen. And then you watch the shoulders go down and you hear the like intake of breath just Hey buddy turns around and like like open palms you in the chest. Not hard, mm-hmm. but like enough to make you Yeah. Mm-hmm. He's like Don't you have somewhere to be? Oh I will be tomorrow. It's fine. What are you doing here? Oh, I just wanted to say hi. I, I'm. It's not that I'm not glad to see you. No, it's fine. I get it. I would ask the same question. <laughs> did you... How did you get here, actually? I took a tree. You can do that? Yes. <laughs> What? <laughs> yeah, you're starting to look like a pretty shoddy elder now, aren't you? <laughs> Being an elder is not about what you can do magically. Oh, okay. yeah. That's right. I forgot. It's all about your mental powers. No? You can, so you can... You had to talk somebody to death to get this promotion? Or maybe you had to scold at least ten children in order to get it? killed by the Hydra. Who was killed by the Hydra? Morda. Oh, I know. I know. I'm talking about you. Didn't you have, the, didn't they like haze you or you had to like scold ten children or something in order to become no, one of these people? That's not how any of this works. It's about being somebody who leads in community. I'm pretty and, sure that's about scolding kids. And being the slate heart means being the diplomat for the clan. You literally set me up for this job. Mm. So you're the diplomat and Gira is the muscle, right? Gira just, like, kills everybody. Gira is the chieftain. They look after the clan. I love how he explains this to Kit, even though Kit knows exactly how all of this works. Yeah, (laughs) yeah. It's like, the meadow heart leads the clan. The Mm. moss heart is medicine person the slate heart is the diplomat and the rhyme heart is the war chief mm. you know this shit yeah I don't know um so I know you guys are like having fun doing a cookout or whatever uh but once all this is wrapped up I uh would like to call a council why Uh, because I found something, and I need to know what to do with it. What did you find? Do you want me to really tell you? Uh, yes, because it's going to be my problem shortly. I have one of the Hydaelyn staves. 
Why are you here? Because I needed to talk to you guys. Okay. Uh, don't worry. I'll pop out later. It's fine. It's fine. It's not a big deal. Uh, there was a goose came after me and he vomited it up and I took it back. And then I talked to a dragonfish. It's fine. <laughs> I just love how in every room you enter, you just pepper in some fun little things. And it just like everybody is like. Oh no! <laughs> like that sounds very bad, but that also sounds unbelievable. Yeah, uh, this is yeah, he, uh, this is Kit in a nutshell. It's like, let me tell yeah. you that I have a very, very dangerous thing. But BT Dubs, I also talk to a fish and a goose. <laughs> a fish who is a dragon. Yeah. All right. Um. He he pauses for a moment. He's like, okay. Well, um, try not to get jostled too hard. Uh, okay. I mean, Gira just punched me in the face. Maybe you could tell them to chill the fuck out. Your face is fine. This The crystal's not there. Oh, how do you know? Uh, because your stupid head is the same size. Mm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Are you... Stop being contrary, you asshole. Uh, okay, that's... Is this what being an elder is like now? With you around? Yes. Mm, wow. This is... This is You're a good, telling me wow? This is a good look on you. You're telling me wow. Are you... Is your barbecue burning? Maybe you should get back to that. I have to go tell... Shut up, you watch the... You don't have to do anything. We'll do it later. I don't want to interrupt the festivities. Okay. Okay. I kind of, I like turn to someone next to me. I'm like, you need to like watch this barbecue or something. Like it's an order from the elder. And I walk away too. They all just look at you like, whatever. Uh, but yeah, uh, after probably doesn't take Ren too long to find them all. Uh, after maybe like 20 minutes to fetch them from different sides of the village, uh, Gira, Rosen, Vokwa, and Ren all gather up together. And uh, you guys meet in not a like not necessarily private but like secluded spot that's off to the side where nobody's really around. Mm-hmm. Uh, and uh as Rosen arrives, she gives you this look like, oh boy, here comes trouble. And when Vokwa arrives, she says, all right, what do you do? What do you do? All right. I'm going to need everybody to calm down. I need all of you. I need to check real quick to make sure all of you haven't been possessed by some other creature that I need to save you from. Uh, and then I activate the earring of true sight. And I just want to make sure that everybody's who they say they are. Nobody's watching us. I'm sorry, I don't trust you guys anymore, but you have been possessed more than once. For the duration, the creature has true sight. Notice the secret doors hidden by magic can see into the ethereal plane. Out to a range of 120 feet can see invisible creatures. And anything that is disguised. 
nope, you don't see anything here. Um, the ethereal plane always brings about weird, like, creatures floating around, like, weird marine-looking floating things with weird big faces and big teeth and, mm. like, anglerfish with oarfish bodies and shit like that. But nothing that you're not aware of by this point. Mm-hmm. Though you do see that a number, depending on the sort of style of the creature, each each elder has a specific type of creature that sort of mag, uh, like, what's the word, uh, gravitates toward them. Mm-hmm. Like Gira has more deer-like creatures, sort of getting closer to them. Uh, Morda has, uh, not Morda, uh, Rosen has, like, uh, boars and bears and that kind of thing. Uh, Vokwa has wolves and canines. And then Ren has, you notice, like, like bighorn rams Mm -hmm. and, like, what you would consider to be, like, smart and hardy, like, mountain-dwelling herbivore-looking creatures. A lot of these, like, ram and sort of super hardy mountain deer kind of things. Um, And probably some snow leopards. What is Wren's totem again? I forgot. Wren's is... I did not write it down. Uh Uh-oh, because he told me. Oh, it is an elk? Yes. Oh, yeah. There's a lot of fucking elk in this world. It's, I know. It's because it's you're in Amnoble and that's a big place. When Ben mentions elk in his book, I immediately, like, literally scream. out loud scream. <laughs> just the first time elk came up, I was just like, ah! Ridiculous. <laughs> okay. Um, so I'm be like, well, it looks like all of you are who you say you are. So congratulations. There's a, nobody here is dead or anything that I'm aware of. Um, yeah. So has Ren told you why I called all of you? Uh, no. Vokwa speaks up first. Says no. Just said that it was extremely important and uh, probably shouldn't talk about it in public so uh, she turns and looks at Gira and Gira starts drawing runes into the air and you watch a dome appear yes. over all of you Liaman's tiny hut yes. nice it doesn't necessarily block out sound but it won't tell anybody that you're there so mm-hmm. the less likely for people to listen gotcha You'll be able to see um, people coming before they get too close. Gotcha. I will take the piece of cloth off my person, off my belt, and I'll hold it down in my hand so that the cloth is on top, and I will unfold it so that the crystal is sitting in the middle of my hand. Yeah. They, as you're unwrapping it, they all kind of like lean in to see what it is. But as soon as you show the crystal underneath, everybody but Gira immediately leans back. Mm-hmm. Gira, in their normal, very calm way, just sort of slowly looks up. Well, looks down at you, but the gaze goes up from the crystal. Mm -hmm. Um, Says, You're playing with fire again, I see. The reason I did this 
is... Well, there's two reasons. One is I told a goose to eat this, and it was killing him, and I felt bad about it. Um, so I got it back. Uh, the goose is fine. Um, in case anybody was wondering, I know. Everybody's like, how's the goose? And you're like, hey, it's okay. Uh, so the second thing is that I have been contacted by Tal Dunost, and she sent me to get one crystal before and I gave it away and she was upset about that. So Who did you give this away to? Kenna McAmbaro. Okay. Mm-hmm. Everybody seems to be okay with that uh, except Taldana. So I uh, went and got another one. Why? Because I think I'm trying to figure out what she wants me to do. And I talked to I talked to Maz Galdanir. And yeah. Uh I talked to him and he said that I should well, he didn't really say that I should go get it. He just kinda said a lot of very cryptic things that didn't really help at all, so That is very typical of gods and their servants. Yeah, so I was trying to figure out what I should do. We, I do have one option that I could drop it into the Trosdana trench, um, but it may come back up. I'm not sure if there's a way to destroy it without destroying myself, or if I should use it as a tool to remove the Hydaelyn cult permanently. Shut up, Wish. I'm just... <laughs> I'm I'm an audience member right now, and this is my reaction. Okay. So. Um, Gira looks down as you see all the the other three elders like looking at each other, like what the fuck. Um, <laughs> and Gira, they're all silent though, as Gira seems to be thinking, and the other three are waiting for them to to speak. Um, Gira takes a deep breath and says. I was afraid this was going to happen again. I... Uh, the good news is, is that this one was taken from the Hydaelyn cult. So they at least have one less. However, uh, there are multiple people who are searching for it. And by multiple people, I mean multiple gods. Um, and I... Yes don't feel comfortable giving another one to Kenna because she continues to lose them. Mm. So I'm not sure what to do with it. But there's also someone that I travel with who could potentially steal it. What for? To give to Senna. In exchange for her sister. And the the bad part is is she may steal it without even knowing she's doing it. A walker. Yes. Yeah. You told us some last time. Mm-hmm. What if you were to keep it? 
and assuming it was not taken from you, what would you do? Well, I've had one before, and I know that I should probably not try to dominate it. So, take that right off the list. Um, not if you're not strong enough to, no. I don't know if I am yet. So... The, the reason that people hand these things off to Kenemek Ambro is that they can't dominate her. Yeah, but she also can't keep track of them. Well, it's difficult when more than one is in one place. Mm -hmm. They attract many eyes and interests. My... Uh, where we're going... We're on our way to Taldanost. And we are trying to stop some of the terrible things that the Hydaelyn cult is trying to do. The only thing I can think to do with it for now is to use it against them. There are people who have used it without necessarily having command of it. And but you do understand that the longer you're in contact with the staff, the closer it binds to you. Oh, I know. And you can't use it without touching it. Yes, I know. And However, my... What? To risk that. Well, if it's bound to me, at least it's not going to anyone else. But what if you become the problem? Is that possible? Anything is possible. If you're not strong enough to resist it, who knows what it could do to you? It's not just an inanimate object. It is a piece of a near God's soul. Mm -hmm. He is in it. Well, I'm open to suggestions because I'm not sure what to do with it, but it feels unsafe to even, to have it without it being bound to something because at any moment someone could take it from me. You're in a difficult spot. That's where I like to be normally. I can see that. Mm -hmm. This is my comfy place. Um, Rosen speaks up and says, Well, I for one think he should do what all druids have agreed on and give it to Kenemek Ambro because she's working on getting the Monomaric protected again. And once... The shield is back up. The staves can be held inside. And Vokwa then speaks up and says, and I think he should use it to get our homes back. Oof. And the other three look at her. <laughs> and Vokwa shrugs and says, I don't know about the rest of you, but uh, I'm kind of tired of being stepped on. Fun fact, uh, what? 
fun fact for you, Vokwa, just so you know, I did significantly damage like three Haldron company factories, so. You think that's going to stop a worldwide com- company? No, but it might have helped a little bit. I did, uh, fun fun fact again, I did fill one of them full of cube sharks, so it was kind of, it was entertaining at the very least. You should have been there. Uh, maybe this isn't the time. I'm glad you had fun inconveniencing our sworn enemies. I almost killed one of the good ones, but we'll, we'll get there. It's, I'm working on it. It's work in progress. But- Vokwa looks at the other three and says, we've never had a tool that we can use against those bastards. And clearly, if Kit got here in the snap, in just a snap, he's stronger now than he was. Maybe he can control it. And if he can, he can single-handedly incinerate every Haldron factory. And the other three are just staring at her wide-eyed. She seems unfazed. She says... Why not? We could go home. We could literally just take our land back. And then we can deal with the Skull's problems if they apologize nicely. I'm gonna stop you, Vokwa. Right there. Um, As the self-appointed elder of the desert clan. Um, I am sorry to say to you that I've already been back home and it's gone. We can rebuild. That you, that's not going to happen. Why not? Because you're holding on to something that doesn't exist anymore. I'm not holding on to houses, Kit. I'm not holding on to something that can be blown down in a storm. I'm holding on to the resting places of our ancestors for the past 5,000 years. I'm holding on to a sacred place that belongs to us because it was given to us by the goddess Atlaren herself. I'm holding on to our history. I don't care what's built on the land, but we should be living there. There shouldn't be factories around the place destroying the water and killing the fish more from the pollution than the actual catching and canning. They shouldn't be poisoning the soil with runoff. They shouldn't have steamships running down the rivers chopping up salmon as they try to spawn. How is any of that right? And if I use this staff to do that and we mess it up, it won't just be the graves of all the people who came before us. It'll be ours as well. Maybe that's better. All or and nothing. then the Thunar will be gone. for, Or not the Thunar. What are we called? Sorry. We're part of the... Your Elusir, which the is Elusir. The that's the word I was looking for. Yeah. Which is cousin to the Dolmarig. Gotcha. I'm like, then if if I mess this up, then the Elusir will be gone completely. I'm so not we- I didn't come here to ask 
what war you want me to start. I came here to ask what I should do with this. I just told you. Okay, well. But if I'm in the minority, I will respect my fellow's elders. And Ren, who's been quiet for this whole thing, sort of very slowly raises a hand and says, <laughs> Boqua, we, we need to talk about this later on. Uh, I don't think, I don't think these things should be in anyone's hands, no matter how good or righteous, because they corrupt. And if you're not vigilant enough, they destroy. I mean, we all heard what happened to Arden. Which I don't think is your fault, Kit. I think that was literally just Olgar Heidelin taking advantage. These are too volatile to, to just give person to person. Kenamak Ambro has only proven that she can manage one, and that's the Vox Tide. It's the only one that she's familiar enough with it's the only one she can control and even then sometimes it's a little unpredictable either either we need to find another Kenemek Ambro who can do that for just this staff or we need to find a way to keep it out of everyone's hands forever do we know how she mastered the staff Practice. Practice and it being part of the reason that she's now immortal. If she were to lose the staff, she would still hold on to the thing she has. She, No one's really sure how it worked, but the staves took something from Sanka and gave it to Kenna. And that's why she is the deathless druid but the Voxhide staff is it is her own it's her own focus and it allows her to do things that no no druid even after hundreds of years of training could ever ever do because it's not achievable by mortals but she struggles with it. She has to use that power to keep it in check. So I highly doubt we're going to find another, you know, immortal druid who went through the calamity and got immortality from a broken god and is now bound to a Hydaelyn staff. And I don't really want to cause another calamity to get one. Mm -hmm. So I really only see a couple options. Honestly, Drazdana is not a bad idea. Yes, the staff will come back up because of the shifting of the plates, but it will be thousands of years, and it will be buried so deep that someone would have to know exactly where it is 
and how deep to ever hope to find it. It's so small. And by the time a thousand years pass, no one will be familiar enough with it to locate it with magic. Or we could take our chances with Mount Gear. The volcano? Yes. Do you think it, it would actually destroy it? I don't think it would. But I think it would keep out of people's hands for millenniums. Because it takes a very long time for anything like that to come back up. And Mount Gear has only ever erupted twice. And it hasn't been active ever since then. I don't think it's ever going to be active again for a long, long time. I hate to make it a future generation's problem, but that may be the only solution. And my, then when it's their problem, they throw it away too. My concern is if we take this anywhere near that volcano, that it will erupt again. That's fair. Because the last time, so a few months ago, do you remember feeling the wave? From the Saffenheit, yes. Yeah, which I That's have, I have a feeling that if this ends up in the volcano, it's going to do something similar, but it's going to destroy half of Irakel at the same time. And you hear Volqua very quietly say, "You won't get this far." Oh, what a pain. Wow, man! You're happy by skull. She doesn't care about him. Yeah. Jesus. Well, I've heard from two of you. Rosen shrugs and says, "I, I can see the merit." in the draws down a plan it it's less likely to cause some horrible reaction because there's nothing that can erupt there but it might cause something on a smaller underground scale maybe earthquakes who knows it's the light staff i don't know what it'll do mm -hmm. each of them reacts differently to different things but i still think we should talk to Kenna Cambro about this. Maybe not give it to her, but get her input. Like if she has any new ideas of what we can do. Because the Monomarig has clearly not cut it, and we don't know when the shield is coming back up. It, it was shattered when the Saffenhide was destroyed. And what with all the problems going on under the meteor, who knows? What about you, Gira? Gira has been listening to all of this very carefully and looks at you and says, I don't think it would be... I don't think it would be... Uh, it would hurt to ask Kenna's opinion. But I also think we already have a viable answer, but... We need to be willing to accept whatever consequences might come from it. Whenever the staves are put in danger, bad things happen. And I have to imagine that 
throwing the light staff into a trench in the sea could cause tsunamis, earthquakes, uh, eruptions of water, heated boiling water, who knows? But the the Ordenhide is unpredictable because it deals with an element outside the four elements that we're used to. It's what makes the Golahide, the Ordenhide, the Voxed, and the Merid so terrifying, honestly. The Merid Hide, before it was destroyed, before the Calamity, it nearly killed an entire forest and everything in it because it was the staff of death. It sapped the life out of the land. I don't know what a light staff would do. Its, it's nickname is the, the sun staff. Could it do something to the sun? I don't know. Um. When the goose ate it, he glowed. You weren't joking. Um, no, no, he glowed from the inside, yeah. Fair enough. Where... Where are you and your friends right now? Uh, we're in this um, teeny tiny little town um, called Hjalmanir. You're at... Th- you're at Hesperus's temple. Yes. We met isn't, the High Priestess. Isn't that where the Ordenhide was sealed before anyway? Yes, but the priestess who is there is the one who released it. Why? She gave it to Senna. No, she did not give the Ordenhide to Senna. Oh, she gave it everyone to Senna? She- she recently got the Ordenhide out of the sanctuary. Um, the Fjorhide was retrieved by the combination of Kenna and Dee's party, my one of my previous campaigns. Mm-hmm. And in an emergency, Kenna had to hand it off to Dee. And Dee was so desperate to get her adoptive brother back that she decided to give it to Senna. Gotcha, gotcha. But she said she spent two years trying to get the Ordenhide out of the sanctuary. Yes, she was missing for two years. Hmm. What's to stop her putting it back if she was the only one who could get it out? What's to stop her from someone else from getting it out? It sounds like she was the only one who figured it out in the 150 years it's been sealed there. I don't know what caused her to bring it out, unless she thought it wasn't safe there anymore. Well, somehow, whoever... She gave it to Kenna. Yes, that's correct. Uh, no. Uh, after... Dee would have explained this to you guys. Mm-hmm. After she got it out the Heidelin cult got a hold of it because of Jude and Molly being mm, walkers. Okay. Gotcha. They, they stole it. And then uh, you guys got the Ordenhide back because Kenna got it back from the, or no, no, sorry. No. Goose got it from the Heidelin cult. Mm-hmm. 
he I think he ate it in front of Kyla. Um, oh fuck. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and then he brought it back to you. Hmm. So the I guess I'll give my two cents at this point since I'm the Thanks. I'm the fifth elder. Uh self-appointed. Um so <laughs> everybody everybody loves me. Um <laughs> so so far we have, and I point to each of them as they do this, and like, so far we have vengeance. We have getting rid of it in a volcano, getting rid of it in a trench, using it to potentially do something. I don't know. We've got what I'm seeing minus Morda, because I'm not Morda, the, the crazy one who wants to kill everybody. Voqua. Voqua. Besides Voqua, it seems like the rest of you want to just pass it on to some future generation to deal with. It may be the only option we have, this Ren speaking. Yeah, it'll pass it on to future generation, but it's going to be, again, thousands of years. And... We don't know what could happen in those thousands of years. And there may not even be people in thousands of years. Who knows? But when it comes back up, we can at least try to leave behind some instructions that if it's ever found, to throw it away again. That way it's only a once in many, many lifetimes problem. Because destroying it is more dangerous and not very many people can do it without just dying are any of you able to contact Kenna uh Ren nods says yeah what do you if you tell her I have the Orden Hide, she will be here in 10 seconds. I'm going to phrase it a little more carefully mm -hmm. because she will kill you. She's threatened before. Mm. I, um. before you send it, I want to be very clear that I am not yet okay with giving it to her. I... I don't... And I don't if she's... Option either. If she's going to take it, if we think that she's going to just take it, then she's no better than any of the other gods who want to just take it. Or the Heidelin cult who wants to just take it. I understand she has more seemingly like better ideas on how she wants to use it but at the same time she obviously can't do this alone i think let me talk to her first 
privately. I'm not going to tell her you're here. Okay. I'm going to tell her that I know where to find a staff and I need her advice. She'll, I hope she'll come for that because it's dangerous to talk across distances with that kind of information, especially around her. Yeah. Um, uh, if you need to, if you need to, hmm, no, never mind. Okay. You got this. He looks at the other elders and says, uh, I'll, I'll be back and you just stay where I can find you. Okay. And if she seems like she's going to be, uh, she seems like she's going to be helpful. I will let her know that you're here with the staff and what you are looking for. If she seems like she's not going to be helpful, I will figure out how to send her away. Okay. You could... She probably already knows this, but uh, you could always use the dark staff as your excuse, because we know that Kyra, Kyla Uruvela has it. I'm pretty sure she knows that, too. Do you know something new about it that I could give her? Um, probably that Kyla has moved it because it has almost been stolen. Okay. Do you have any idea where? I have absolutely no idea. Uh, if you um, want to make something up, um, you just say, you know, it was taken to Constanos. That would be horrible. It was taken to someplace in the woods. I'll I'll come up with something. Jesus. Okay. Uh, all right. Well, I'll be back. And he steps out of the uh, the dome and heads out. Um, we're gonna go on a break right there. I need to pee so bad. Uh, okay. <laughs> so, uh, we'll see you back in about ten minutes. Uh, let's say 740. Make it a nice round number. Alright, see you guys in a minute. Cool.